0: Hey, what's going on, pawn people, jewelry people, coin people? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, listen. I had an eye-awakening experience the other day. I came into the shop. I came in a little early. And, you know, I like to see what what we bought. I check the numbers, do a little inventory. And I realized that my employees, it looked like it was slow on the cameras because I have uh, cameras to watch my employees in the called Nest, if you sign up for Nest. And then I backed them up yearly. So if anybody has any issues, any customers have any issues, you can go back to that transaction. I highly recommend it. It's like 30 bucks a month or something. It's worth every penny. So the point of the story is, so I come home. I come to the store. It's like home to me. And I look in the corner, and you can see on the Pawn Legends forum, I took I took a picture. There was like all these boxes, like all wrapped up perfectly, ready to go with labels on them, shipping labels, postage paid. All you need to do is bring them to the post office and have them... You know um scanned make sure you scan them. we can't just drop them off and and it made me realize that when i was watching the cameras yesterday when i was with my friends and family you know doing my security like i always do i have like 18 cameras around the store you know, when you own a pawn shop or jewelry store it's important that you watching employees but you're also watching the customers but employees are the most important as you know if your employees are ripping you off then you're in trouble so make sure you always cross your t's and dot your i's do the inventory the bravo system software allows me to do manual inventories which is great so i love the bravo software whether it's for a jewelry store or for a pawn shop now i'm just doing these podcasts because man these pawn legends podcasts, these are getting out of control there's so many listens people love these podcasts whether you admit it or not I'm getting more listens and more popular than ever. And I don't do it for, you know, just to, I don't do it for financial gain. I do it for fun. I mean, this is my life. Pawns, pawnbroken, jewelry, coins, artwork, antiques. That's my life. that's what I love to do. So you're going to see dedication. You're going to see honesty throughout these podcasts. And you're going to have a lot of fun. I mean, I'm opening up my world. Just like that Pawn Stars TV show. I'm opening up my world to you for entertainment. Free entertainment. Okay, because I enjoy doing it. That's what I'd love to do. And I appreciate you listening to this podcast. It is blowing up. I mean, my my listens have doubled. Um, I have thousands upon thousands of listens. And I appreciate everything you do. I just, uh, you know, I'm getting to a point in my life where, you know, you got to give back. You can't take, take, take. You got to give to charities. You got to give to family. You got to give to mental health. You got to give to physical health. You got to... You know, share the wealth for people that make you successful. And, and you got to have a teamwork atmosphere. You cannot do it yourself. I cannot do this myself. So I surround with people that are better than me. Make sure you surround yourself with people better than you. Be open-minded. Listen to what they have to say. Whether you agree or not, shut your mouth and listen. Be open-minded. I learn every single day. And that's what I love doing, okay? We learn and learn and learn when we're a kid. You know, if we had good direction with parents or better parenting, you could set yourself up for more success by reading. Read, 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 read. And not not on TMZ. I'm not talking about TMZ. I'm not talking about pawn form no rules. I'm not talking about pawn legends. I'm talking about I'm reading antique newspapers. I'm reading Christie's newsletters. I'm reading um uh, Heritage Auctions results. I'm re- the Antiques Arts and Weekly is my favorite magazine. They have a digital free copy, too. So go hit that up. Also, you know, auction results. I mean, you have to be learning every single day. I've been getting stamp collections in, and I'm not a big stamp guy. and I was closed-minded before, but now I'm open-minded about stamps. I'm learning about history. I'm learning about countries. I'm learning about the pictorial, pictorial history of these countries. You know, I'm looking at stamps in New Zealand, you know, their first stamps, and I'm seeing artwork on the stamps, which is amazing. I love art, and I love going to museums, and I love traveling. And so these these stamps are opening up a new new way to look at life, just like coins. They show you a date, they show you the country, they show a president, they show some history of the country. I love them. I love stamps because of that, just to look at the pictures. And then I learn, I'm i learning about them. I was closed minded about them. But now I learn how to make money with them. Because, I, I, you know, it's not a lot of money, but it's a little bit of money. But it's better than no money. But I'm having fun doing it. Uh, one of my other favorite things in the whole world was um, records. Louis, uh, what is it? Records. Um, I like jazz records. I like Beatles records. Because when I used to deal with records back in the day, you know, these first pressings or monos, um, the mono recordings would be the best in the whole world. So records were always my favorite thing to do uh, or see or deal with because, you know, I did name my kid Dylan Hendrix, you know what I'm saying? Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, I named him after music. Music inspires me, music keeps me sane You're having a bad day or you're just chilling, you can just listen to some music, Put you in a different world, you know what I'm saying? Get to sing along, move your hips, Move your lips, you know what I'm saying? So music inspires me. But the point of the story, these records, I used to get Black Sabbath paranoid, you know. Like these crazy art covers in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and I still love them. And The most money I've ever made, one of my biggest transactions were jazz records, being mono or promos. So I love jazz because you can just put jazz on when you're in the car or and your headphones, and you can listen, and it chills you out, and most of the smart people in the world, you know, the Harvard grads, and MIT, it's kind of stereotypical, but they all listen to jazz, it's kind of like a ritzy, ritzy, you put your mind in a different place, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it makes you someone more powerful based on the music, because that jazz is just music, no lyrics, so it's kind of cool when I put on some jazz music, and I know who the artist is with no lyrics, you know it's amazing. You know, being John Coltrane, Miles Davis. So open your mind to jazz, okay? Then I tend to put on the store jazz because it gives you a high end, gives you a high end feel. You know what I'm saying? People love it. It's very neutral. You can't put rap and hip hop on because people will be like, "Oh, what's this? This crap." You know, this swears, there's bad words, this sexual innuendos. And so what we do is we put jazz on. But eventually, you know, seven days a week, if you're open, you hear jazz, you get tired. It slows you down a little bit. So it's good to mix in. I find the 1960s, 1970s uh, doo-wop, or, uh, you know, like Aretha Franklin, people just love dancing to it. Snapping their fingers. You know what I'm saying? And, And they enjoy it. It's upbeat music. It's good. Whatever music you choose for your store is your prerogative. However... If I went into a store and I like, I love Texas Roadhouse food, but I cannot stand country music. And I know a lot of you people from the South are gonna be like, "Oh, Dylan, what are you doing? Making fun of country?" Well, I'm, you know, I, I put it on and I hear oh, my pickup truck. You know, I hear my dog. I let him out to go party or I hear my daddy growing up. You know, and all the sad stuff. It's oh, I can't stand it. I'm gonna throw up. I do make an exception for Garth Brooks. All my exes live in Texas. I mean, some of that stuff is okay. But damn. Damn. Maybe a little joint of cash. But ugh, after that, it gives me a headache. It makes me sick to my stomach. Rolls around. So back on the records, um, I used to get to see artwork every day. You know, I used to see Beatles albums I didn't know existed. You know, and then when they'd go solo, like Paul McCartney would go solo with Wings, or George Harrison would go solo, or David Bowie, you know, some of his early stuff, the artwork was amazing. And they grade them, they grade them, they grade the record, they grade the the the, the protection cover, the jackets, the sleeves, they grade them, they make sure there's no scratches, just like sports cards or stamps. So remember the earlier pressings are the best mono, and they're coming back there. I see them at like all these local stores like Newberry Comics and stuff. These record stores are selling online for like $50, $60 each, you know, new of the same album from like 50 years ago. So it's really cool. And I, and I collect these record albums when they're signed by people. I have a few in my house. I have like, you know, Rolling Stone signed, um, Clapton signed, Pink Floyd signed. And these are just rock icons, you know, but they're not just signed by them. They have a PSA, DNA, or they have a COA from a reputable company. You know, as you, if you remember, uh, I did something in my forum when I was in Vegas last year. There was a store that had all rock memorabilia, and it just said, the COA said, this is guaranteed real by John Doe Company, the name of the company, and they're all fake. There's no laws in this company, in this country. To prohibit selling fraudulent uh, um, autographs. If you search fake autographs on our forum, Pawn Legends forum, what will happen is you'll see a video of like a Led Zeppelin autographed guitar for like $12,000. And if you're going to have a guitar signed by Led Zeppelin for twelve grand, I would think you would get like the best COA or the best company you could possibly get, right? But no, they just you say John Doe says this is real, which is not. It's fake. So, it's kind of like a fantasy piece, I call it. If you search fantasy pieces on Pond and Legends, you'll see it. So, these are the things, the point of story. Um, I love artwork. I love stamps. I love being open-minded. And that's what's up. So, at the beginning of this, this podcast, I talked about employees and what they do. And don't take it for granted. Okay, you're the boss. You get the income. You see the numbers. You do the inventory. You're happy. And then don't forget to say, good job. Okay, There are some people in this industry where you pay them an a hourly rate or a salary. And there are certain people where you tell them good job and they, they want a, a reward. They want a bonus money-wise. And I don't think that's appropriate. So, you know, you say good job and they're always like asking for raises. So some people that I work with or employees or friends or family, you say, hey, good job. It's sad because you can't can't say good job all the time because they ask for raises. Oh, my gosh. It never ends. They pay someone a lot of money because they do a good job and then, you know, you say good job and they're like, oh, I could use a raise. I'm like, oh, my gosh. How many bonuses can I give you? You know, so selfish. So they see you doing well and they want to do well. It's good to share the wealth, but I mean, if you're doing the same old thing, you know, over and over, I mean... Do something good for the company. I mean, I gave a lady once um, recently a uh, bonus because she got her gun permit, so she can carry legally carry. Um, that brings you know safety to the business, so I don't mind doing that. Or, you know, um, you guys. Some people give bonuses, but I'm not a bo- uh, not bonuses, but like commission when you sell an item. I just pay a high salary instead of twelve dollars an hour plus commissions. I'll just give them twenty bucks an hour, twenty two dollars an hour. You know, and that that keeps them motivated and throw them some bones here and there with some extra bonuses. You got to share the wealth. You know what I'm saying? As long as I'm doing well, everybody else will do well around me. But it's a team-oriented thing. So to summarize this this podcast, I came into the store. I saw 15, 20 packages already ready to go for sold online through bravobuyer.com. Through buyer. I got a lot of buys on buyer.com and ebay.com. And uh, they were all shipped ready to go on Sunday because it was slower, and boom, ready to rock and roll. Sales keep on going up and up. We keep expanding. We keep learning. We keep knowledge. We keep vocal. Everybody talks. Everybody explains what went wrong, what went right. You know, you can't focus on bad stuff. You have to say good stuff. When I'm watching these nest cameras, I don't say hey, hey, why, why don't you have a tie on? You know, I'll say good things like thank you, good job. You know, give say thank you to your employees cuz they are your bread and butter. They're who you are and represent, okay? Nobody says, "Hey Dmac, you know, we want Dmac. We want Dylan. We want to come in and work with Dylan." No, they they come in and they say, "I never I usually never work retail around here, but when I do, they come in and they ask for Danny. They ask for Denise. They ask for Teresa. They ask for Eduardo. You yeah. know, they want these people because they have great characteristics, great attitudes, great love for life, a thirst for knowledge. So it's important to make sure that you have these type of people better than you, around you. You know, Eduardo knows the internet. You know, he knows all these uh, the social media platforms. Denise has a soft heart for everybody. Teresa is a happy-go-lucky, unbelievable, shows up on time, you know, uh, making people smile and Danny, we hired him initially cuz he smiles, right? That they, he his his smile is it makes people goes right to the people's heart and says and they feel the connection. They make the eye contact. They love him. And now that these masks are around, you can't see his smile anymore. So I wish I didn't have to pay him as much this year cuz you know, you can't really see his smile. Nah, I'm just joking. He's good. He's good. Everybody, but you can't see us. <laughs> That's the reason why we, we like him a lot. So remember, cherish every single one of your employees. And, uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoy this podcast. Subscribe, share, and podcasts are meant to be listened at work, listen in the car. You know, and if you have anything to sell me, let me know. We're at bostonpondbroker.com. Uh, we specialize in a whole bunch of different things. We appreciate your interest in our podcast. Bye.